how do I introduce this? That is the real question. So I mean, beats me. <laughs> all right. So here's the thing. I have watched all of Peacemaker, and I've listened to the entire of the 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 entirety of the Peacemaker podcast called Podly. And I love one of the hosts. His name's Ify Wadaway, and he's amazing, and he's one of my favorite human beings in the world. Have you told him about your feelings? I have not, because he does not know <laughs> me, and I do not know him personally. Yeah, so, that's that that tracks. Yes, and so. The thing about this fucking podcast that they did is that it's owned by HBO and they are being paid by HBO to talk about Peacemaker. The dream. Right? But now here's the problem. They can only say good things about it. <laughs> ah, that's where I come in. Exactly. That's where we come in. <laughs> Got it. So, so welcome to the Shitting on Peacemaker podcast. <laughs> Personally, I am going to call it the uh, the Opinionated Peacemaker podcast. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Peace was never an option podcast. <laughs> Peace was never an option podcast. I love that. Okay, that's what we're going with. That's amazing. Perfect. Perfect. You're natural I could, already. <laughs> I can I can see the goose looking at me with the knife now. Peace was never an option. <laughs> the goose or Look, the man, eagle. I I have yes, it's gotta be the eagle. It's, it's gotta, gotta be eagle with a knife. Look look man, I got some bread here. Don't don't do anything rash. <laughs> <laughs> Kills me anyway, takes the bread. Peace was never an option. Peace was never. All right. So let's fucking talk about this, okay? Yeah, man, let's do it. Okay. We're going to start with episode one, obviously, right? Well, yes, we are. But first, uh, let, I just want to like do a rundown of what Peacemaker is and where it came from. Okay. Yeah, tear it up. All right, cool. So uh, just the real quick thing is that Peacemaker is the sequel series uh, to the better version of the Suicide Squad. <laughs> Yeah, that, both fact and opinion. Yes, yes, exactly. So uh, The Suicide Squad came out like what, last year, I think? I don't know, some arbitrary amount of time before now. Yeah, exactly. And at the very end of the movie, much to everyone's complete displeasure, uh, when we found out a certain character survived, everyone was like, oh my god, who is it? And then we learned it was fucking Peacemaker. And no one was happy. <laughs> Until now. <laughs> Until right now. Until the moment that the first episode of this fucking show came out and we realized it was amazing. Just going to say one moment to save Rip Weasel. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, except he was alive at the end as well. Yeah. <laughs> Two people but... survived the suicide squad. Well, I mean, we're not counting Weasel as a person. Aw. <laughs> uh... Like, Weasel's very much not a person. Weasel is like a, a science experiment that got out of hand. Oh, for oh for sure. He was arrested for, a, what was it, like eating four children or something? Yeah, eating, eating four live babies. <laughs> uh, so, you know. Oh, man. Uh, okay, so now we can do an actual rundown of the first episode. Yes, yes. Let's uh, let's talk about the uh, the previous team from Project Starfish that's assigned to him. Yes. So the original Project X, uh, aka the Suicide Squad, um, that is 
The original team was obviously Peacemaker, uh, Ratcatcher 2, um, fucking fuck. I forgot his name because I'm confusing him with uh, Will Smith. <laughs> fuck. Hold on, I'm going through the cast right now. Yeah, I just they, Bloodsport. Yeah, Bloodsport. I was like, I don't remember that guy's name. <laughs> yeah, so it's Bloodsport. We've got Harley, uh, because of course we do. You can't have any Suicide Squad movie without Harley at this point. Pretty much. Po- Rick Flag. Yeah. <laughs> King Shark. Um, and then a whole bunch of other people who died. Can we talk about uh, can we talk about how polka dot man is just like the spiritual cousin of Pee Wee Herman? Yes, yes, we can. Yeah. Except also, he's like the depressed Pee Wee Herman. Yeah, well, I didn't say it was a happy spiritual cousin. <laughs> <laughs> he's a troubled closet cousin. Oh man! With mommy so issues. With the- <laughs> That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. So many mommy issues. Mm-hmm. And they fucking kill him, which felt so unfair. Yeah, but I mean, which, it really it was a mercy at that point. Like, I don't think so. Okay, so here's going to be my first opinion that uh, that could not be said if we were being paid. All right. Uh, fucking Polka Dot Man deserves his own movie, and he should not have been killed at the end of Suicide Squad. I feel like ju- just to mess with every time you mention paid, I have to be like, brought to you by Nabisco. <laughs> Even like completely random brand plug. I'm not getting paid for this. I just do this and hope someone one day throws wads of money at me. Oh, my God. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> also, fuck you, Nabisco, just for just for good measure. Oh, yeah. Fuck any corporation that would just possibly pay to, just us. Just on the off chance you think I actually got 15 cents for saying Nabisco, suck it. <laughs> I wish. God, what the fuck? See? See, um, we're like, yeah, we wouldn't sell out. I wish I had 15 cents. <laughs> I do. I wish someone would fucking pay me. I would sell out in a heartbeat. So, end of Suicide Squad, John Cena betrays the team uh, because he was tasked by Amanda Waller played by the wonderful and fabulous Viola Davis, uh, to keep the Project Starfish information from getting out into the world because the U.S. had involvement in it, which involved a lot of crimes against humanity. So many crimes, like Geneva Convention-level crimes. Like, worse than Geneva-level crimes. Yeah, way Fucking absolutely insane. Oh, bad. Um, So he ends up uh, getting into a fight with Rick Flagg, who has become disillusioned by the U.S. government and is trying and wants to release the information. But John Cena is a good old fascist American. Uh, (laughs) And he he will do anything that it takes to keep peace, as we've learned many times. It means killing lots of women and children. Yep. As he will kill as many men, women, and children it takes to make peace. Yeah, oh my That's god. That's his thing. So bad. Which is like super fucked. He will also eat so many dicks for peace. It literally but. would. <laughs> he has at least told us. I mean, I, I, if it was presented as an option to guarantee peace, I'm pretty sure he would. He would do the thing. Yeah. So he kills Rick Flag, and he's about to kill Ratcatcher too. Despite her being the sweetest person in the entire world. It's pretty great. I'm pretty sure literally only got arrested because she was fucking poor. Yeah, what is that? fucked up. I mean, that tracks, though, for America. America's like, you're homeless? Yeah. Arrested. How? Yeah. Well, guess what? That's illegal. How dare you? Yeah, well. Be without a home. That never stopped anybody before. Right. 
Oh, man. And so right before he can kill Ratchcatcher 2, Bloodsport, a.k.a. Idris Elba, drops down from uh, this building that is collapsing around them. And they shoot each other at the exact same time, but Bloodsport's bullets are slightly smaller than Peacemaker's, and it goes through his bullet and hits him in the neck. Which is absolutely obnoxious, and I love it. It was so fucking good, because it was like a callback to an earlier scene, and it was fantastic. Oh, no, it was great. It was well done. It's just... Oh, extremely. Extremely well done. The amount of Hollywood nonsense for that to be a real thing. (laughs) I know. Uh, That's what made it so good. Oh, yeah, it made it great. (laughs) made it like the juiciest scene ever. Oh, so fucking great. It was practically dripping with dangerous improbability. I love it. <laughs> yes. And so at the end of the movie, there's a post credit scene where we learn that there is a survivor from that same building collapse. And for a split second, everyone's like, oh, Rick Flag? But no, it's Peacemaker. <laughs> and we see the two people who are assigned as handlers to him, uh, which happens to be the two characters who are in this new Peacemaker show, which is John Economos and a woman that goes specifically by Hardcourt, which we assume is her last name. Let's be real though. Economos' real name is, you know, Die Beard. <laughs> I don't think we know that until the second episode. <laughs> yeah, but it is. Maybe. They kind of like blend together to me because I did watch them both at like the same time. I just like the thought that it would make him angry. Fuck, uh, fuck. I, I know. Uh, it it does. Yeah. It fucking peacemaker's so mean about it. <laughs> so bad. He's like, Whoa. so mean. So uh, the other people who are on this new team with peacemaker is uh, Leota Adebayo, who is Amanda Waller's daughter that we learned at the end of the first episode. Um, we also have Clemson Mern, who's an assassin. What a name. I know. So fucking good. And uh, also possibly maybe a a guy called Vigilante. You know? So, oh, son of a bitch. I can't believe they fucking just put that in the goddamn Wikipedia. I bet they did it to piss off a bunch of people. What? So the first sentence for uh, Vigilante on the Wikipedia page for the series is, A self-proclaimed crime fighter who looks up to Peacemaker like an older brother. Now, I don't know about you, and I don't know if this is just me being asexual, but I would not have a threesome with my brother. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> depends what state you're from. <laughs> I, uh, I hear that the South is awful welcoming for activities. Unfortunately, this show takes place in Washington. <laughs> Which and this was a fucking quote from James Gunn, uh, him saying that Peacemaker looks up is like an older brother to uh, Vigilante, and I'm just like, this dude puts his brother in his movies all the time. What the fuck kind of relationship do they have? An an obligatory employment relationship. Uh, I don't. So fucking weird. So fucking weird. I don't know, man, but. I, I I don't know about anybody else out there, but I'm definitely not having a threesome with anyone I'm even remotely yeah. related to. I wouldn't have a threesome with anybody. Like, Same. <laughs> I'm I'm not exactly the authority on these things. I'm not like what well, I mean. Any duration, we we are of a specific people who are uninterested. Yes. We are a rare breed. <laughs> what is it? One percent of the population. <laughs> 
Uh, enough for me to know that it's amazing I found another one. <laughs> I know, right? God, I'm, I am shocked by how many asexual people I know in the world. Like, it's crazy. Well, I we mean, find each other. You, you, yeah, I was about to say, if you have like mindedness, you tend to gravitate oh, yeah. towards That's yourself. That's why you know? all the queer kids sit at the same lunch tables in high school, even though none of them have come out. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, that's kind of why they sit together. They're like, I don't know why, but I feel really comfortable around you. Maybe, it, maybe it's because every once in a while you leave the door cracked so it doesn't smell like a wet sock in the closet. I mean, one of these days you're going to open the door and be like, ah, potpourri is out here. Oh, oh it smells so good. Oh, it's so terrible. <laughs> it's true. It's like, oh, man. It's only terrible if you're on the non-popery side uh, of the door. Apparently. <laughs> uh, now that we have done our Suicide Squad recap, we go on to uh, learn that Peacemaker is just getting out of the hospital. Um, yeah, which, by the way, he doesn't just get out of the hospital. He goes, no one's looking for 10 seconds? I could totally run away and not get yeah, caught. Yeah, honestly, which terrible, like, look around in the first place. He completely forgot that there was a chip in his head. <laughs> That people do know where he is. Right. Like, did he think that just like <sighs> fell out at some point? But well, no, it is it's on brand for Peacemaker's yes. lack of planning ability. Yes. yes, it is. Yeah. His his punch things in the crotch and ask questions later. God, I have to say one of my favorite things about this show ever is just how dumb everyone is. It's fantastic. Oh my so even the people that are supposed to be smart are just just weapons great dumb. It's so refreshing. Hearing Mern like yell at Economos about how he, having to text him when he takes a shit, like that's just amazing. Oh, so good. Pure gold. <laughs> Do I need to leave you a text message every time I go to the bathroom? I mean, that'd be nice. <laughs> like, like it's just a normal thing to expect. Oh, exactly. Exactly. Love it. So fucking great. I'm stepping two feet to the left now. Oh, thank God he texted. Jesus, <laughs> oh, I don't know what I would have done. Yeah. All right. So after he uh, meets up with his new team uh, and has a minor freak out about, uh, you know, everything, uh, he goes to visit yeah. his good old dad. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah, his dad is a character. Fucking awful. And apparently, like, a genius, too, which sucks so much. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I'm, I'm only going to say this aggressively once. Okay. How could someone that just aggressively a of a piece of shit be that intelligent and gifted? I know. It's so... Like, such a horrendous person. Ugh. What an abusive, toxic horribly bigoted person yeah. oh man that big brain time yes god fuck what the fuck dude i just i can't fucking get over it like he's just such a this helmet gives you shit. <laughs> so fucking funny i love the post every, every man should have scabies <laughs> at least one <laughs> what <laughs> Oh my god. So I do I have to say like right away, uh John Cena's fucking acting in this goddamn show is absolutely amazing. Oh top I did I did not grow up watching wrestling. I had no idea who John Cena was until he was a meme. And 
He's so fucking good. Know. He's so fucking good. Oh, no, he's amazing. I couldn't believe it. Because you know why? He has zero shame in his body. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's definitely that. Zero shame. But, he would yeah. do or say anything for the oh, job. Oh, yeah. But, like, but he does it so well to the point that when he's sitting down eating with his dad and he says nothing, like, I, I know what he's feeling. I know what his character of Peacemaker is feeling. Like, absolutely. You can read it off of him. Yeah, he, he's, he uses his oh whole my God. face, you know, just. Speaking amazing. of his whole face. Yeah. Can we talk about uh, the opening sequence? Oh, of course. Of course we can talk about the opening sequence, like, which is the fucking best opening sequence in the world. <laughs> absolutely zero emotion, just weird dancing in the best way. It's obviously choreographed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I actually know a fun fact about the uh, choreographer here. I'm looking up the right person, yeah, the whole, right? The, 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 the whole opening sequence is just wonderfully ridiculous. Everyone's doing choreographed dancing, including Eagly, which is a, tra a trained eagle, which is just so obnoxiously wonderful. I love how even the old guy neighbor is in there, just for like a couple seconds. Her name is Carissa Barton. Uh, the song that they are dancing to is called Do You Want to Taste It by Wigwam. Just already like what? It's fantastic! What a great name! And uh, oh, so, uh, this wonderful woman who choreograph who choreographed this—I have so much trouble saying choreography. <laughs> I person who did the dance planning. Yes, the person who planned the dance uh, happens to be married to one amazingly talented Alan Tudyk. Which is fucking fantastic. <laughs> you may know him uh, oh. from such great hits as uh, Moana as the, the chicken. <laughs> Alan Tudyk also is in, I believe, Serenity on Firefly. Um, he is in yeah, that. <laughs> he is in Rogue One. Yes, my favorite robot. Yeah, he's in all kinds of stuff. He's a very talented he's guy. In I everything. believe from El Paso. He's a Texan. Ooh. Ooh, mm -hmm. and I just—I know he went to Juilliard. <laughs> oh, well, we know that. I love how we mention a random name. We're like, ah, oh, yes, let's uh, let's go through the complete biography of Alan Tudyk. <laughs> I mean, he's so good and important, even though we're talking about his wife, who is amazing and like, oh my god, ah, oh, man, she's the founder of uh, this thing called Barton Movement, which I believe is a company that specializes in all things dance. Hey. So fucking good for her. I believe she also choreographed Across the Universe, which is insane to me because I love that movie. It's a pretty good movie. I think pretty, pretty good is really underselling the movie, but that's just what I say when stuff yes. is good. So it's pretty good. Thank you. I agree. Yes, um, that's my opinion But I did have well. to throw it out there that my, my general underwhelming opinion does not give justice <laughs> to the movie, and I am aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> And as we continue on with Peacemaker, um, so we so through the uh, amazingly choreographed uh, intro, we get to see all of our characters before we even meet them. And we also sort of get like how important they will be to the story as well, or at least to the character of Peacemaker, because Peacemaker is like the first person we see. And then immediately he's flanked by two people, uh, which happen to be Vigilante and uh, oh god, I just forgot her name because I'm terrible. Uh, Adebayo. Yeah. Who, you know, yeah. 
And if that's not like a little hint about like where his most solid relationships lie, I think like, yeah, I don't know. It's definitely a foreshadowing if nothing else. Yes, that's my thoughts exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so if- throughout the first episode, Vigilante is sort of more like hinted at than actually being like seen. So <laughs> <laughs> we never actually fully know that that's him in the uh, opening credits until the second episode. You can kind of assume he has some sort of superhero significance. Yes. So a, yes, he does. a sidekick is a likely. At yes. first, I was like, "Is that is that his rival? Is that his sidekick? Who the heck is the Power Ranger? What what is this?" Guy? I know. It was like, <laughs> that was exactly my first thought too. Like, I was expecting a sick, a, a sick guitar riff. Oh man! And what I love is that he's like the only person doing like fucking flips and stunts throughout the entire opening, which is kind of so funny because once you see his character, you feel like he'd be like, "Yeah, I can do flips and stuff." Like the brother from Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's kind of sweet, you know. <laughs> you know, yeah, I got that's some. So great! I got some skills. Oh, that's so fucking great. Uh, class. It's very true. Oh yeah. Kip. His name was Kip. Kip. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I got. Got some some relationship going on, you know. It's getting kind of serious. You know? Oh my god. I love how the whole time, but I know we're not talking about Napoleon Dynamite, but it just blows my mind the whole time where he's just like, yeah, I'm bragging, I'm a badass. I got a got a hot bitty on the other side of the world. <laughs> and then it turns out that this actually very stereotypically attractive woman is actually with him. Like, she fucking loves him. Oh, she absolutely adores the shit out of him. And I'm uh, just like, first of all, good for you guys. And second of right? all, fuck me for doubting you. Right? Like, <laughs> like, oh, man, if there was one message of Napoleon Dynamite, it was yeah. never underestimate a man in love on the internet. I think it was a low-key advertisement for Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> This shit works, bro. Before apps even existed. Yep, yep. <laughs> Uh, oh, back so when, great. Uh, b- back in the days of MySpace dating. <laughs> back when chat rooms were a thing. Well, you see an AOL oh instant God. messenger chat room 156 <laughs> hanging with the boys. <laughs> um, okay, anyway, back on track. Yeah, as literally only grandparents know what we're talking about at this point. Yeah, honestly, uh, for real. Oh. Uh, so we were talking about his dad. We were talking about them eating together and like oh, yeah. how his fucking dad was laughing at the idea of a child being tortured by rats. What's what's even worse than the dad laughing like the way he does is yeah. that like Peacemaker is like, hmm, how can I connect with my father that absolutely exactly. hates me? Oh, I'll force feed him that this guy got shit on. Right? Like that's his first Don't tell me that's the guy um, that shot you. Immediate disappointment. Oh my god, his face just fucking dropped. Most of the details are classified. Oh, and then he just, oh man. How and could Masper make such awful. a failure? Oh, uh, I, I cannot deal with it. Look in the mirror, uh, old man. Yeah, really, for fucking You're sake. You're a piece of garbage. I don't <laughs> care if you can make super helmets. Oh man. So, um, yeah, we, this is also about when we meet. Room? Sorry, what was that? So can we talk about the TARDIS room that this guy yeah, has in his house? what the fuck? Like, you just, uh, oh, hold on, let me just move this, uh, this, you know, little panel here. Bloop, bloop, yeah. bloop. Oh, here's an entire lab. It's like a, just oh, man. Chilling. Yep. Interdimensional pocket 
like Wait. literally, like right there. <laughs> oh yeah, you know when I'm not running Nazi rallies, I make these <laughs> these sweet helmets. What, uh, Dad? <laughs> Oh, man, but the fucking kick in the balls it is that, like, for, like, a split second, we're thinking, oh, like, oh, this is a nice moment. And then he's like, I didn't make these for you, you know. These were from before. <laughs> it's just like, uh, you asshole. You have no redeeming qualities whatsoever. I guess you could technically hint that once upon a time he made helmets for his son. I don't think so, though. Like, I, I, well, but do you think he made him for himself? Yes. Yes, I do. Mm. I think, I think that the reason Peacemaker became Peacemaker, and this is just a theory, hasn't been proven, <laughs> okay. is that his dad had all of this badass technology and probably worked for somebody else. Mm-hmm. And he started training him up to be a superhero. But all of the problems, like the, the being over-sexualized with women and maybe being just a slight bit racist mm-hmm. and you know being a little aggressive and the punch everything in the face and be a man, constantly trying to prove himself, he probably got groomed by his dad. And when he wouldn't be a racist, bigot piece of crap, his dad disowned him. Yeah. So I think that room was initially him trying to make stuff for his son. And then he got disappointed in his son, and now he just gives him the stuff because what is he going to do with it? See, I like where you're going with this, and I'm, I'm not going to deny you anything, you know, because I want to hear your opinion so badly. Because you haven't seen the rest of it yet, and this idea... In episodes one and two. Yeah, you've seen episodes one and two, and this is what you're getting from it. You think that maybe, at one point, he may have cared enough uh, no, but I was—I I really hoped that there was some kernel of redemption for that guy because if not, he is just complete human garbage. Let, let's leave the father behind. Let's—he just fuck him. He sucks. Good riddance. We're yeah, good riddance for him right now. Yes, uh, we're yeah. gonna move on to talking about the motherfucking badass Eagly instead. Okay, so Eagly is a gift to this world. Okay. Yes, he is. So. He truly is. Also, I have a really funny thought. What if this whole time Eagly has been a girl and John Cena's character's too dumb to know? Oh, I fucking wish. That would be amazing. So uh, another little fun fact. Uh, the voice of Eagly is a man. <laughs> yes, that's good. That's good. Yes. So he is, a, I would like to say, an expert on voicing animals. Um, his name is D. Bradley Baker. Yes. And he's been in so many things. <laughs> uh, yes. One of the most influential and well-beloved voice actors of cartoon characters. Yes, definitely. Um, he voiced, like, like one of his biggest career things that he ever did was the Wild Thornberries. Uh, That's true. Yes. The, the fucking show. Uh, he also was in the Avatar The Last Airbender as Appa and Momo. <laughs> Um, both very good choices. And uh, a personal favorite of my own uh, is that he is also the voice of Perry the Platypus from Phineas and Ferb. Uh, and so so that's a little bit about the voice actor of Eagly, but Eagly is uh, not a real eagle. <laughs> I mean, that would be borderline cruel with some of the weird situations. <laughs> yes, I agree. But like, 
immediately the first thing Eagly does when he sees Peacemaker is fucking hug him, which mwah, perfect. I love it. Oh, and and Peacemaker's reaction where he's like, oh, are, are you hugging me? <laughs> oh, somebody take a picture. Oh, I can't move. Oh, this is so wholesome. <laughs> where he's so like, great. holy shit, this eagle is hugging me. Oh, man. And I gotta say, what I really love is that they don't ever, like, act like this isn't a fucking wild animal. <laughs> and you know? very much is a wild animal that he has just had around long enough for it to develop feelings. Yeah, where it's just like, oh, this must must be my child. <laughs> like, the, the closest thing he has to training it is he can, like, crinkle a bag and he thinks there's chips. So he's kind of trained him with chips. Yes. And whistling. He did whistle to get him to enter the car in the yes, second episode. He has, a, he has a whistle. So he has a, he has an audio cue, and he has a second audio cue. <laughs> He's got nothing but audio, audio cues. cues. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, so great. Uh, so uh, they meet at a diner. They get their mission. Uh, they find out that they're all part of this thing called Project Butterfly, in which they are hunting down butterflies, apparently. What else is there? Uh, that's where we see uh, there's a busboy at the restaurant that they're in. And he's like yes. making eyes at fucking Peacemaker. <laughs> yeah, he's got that sup, bro. Yeah. Sup, dude. He's got like the most loving look on his face as Peacemaker is like, is that my friend's little brother? <laughs> I, th- I think. <laughs> Maybe. So the way I would describe it is a frat guy who saw another frat guy who was at a party last night. <laughs> but like it was awkward because they didn't because only one of them recognized the other. Right, one. And that's why it's a frat guy interaction because <laughs> one's completely oblivious. The other one's like, yo, what's up, Kyle? <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Amazing. Oh. And we get a little bit of bonding uh, after the restaurant with um, – Peacemaker in Adebayo, who wants to go and try and pet the eagle, uh, but the eagle is a wild animal and it tries to bite her. <laughs> Which, by the way, it is later revealed that he didn't try to bite her as hard as everyone else. Yes. Which means <laughs> eagerly likes her. Likes her. Yes, eagerly likes her, which apparently is always a good sign. <laughs> oh, can we talk about how like uh, there's a bat mite reference? Yes. The fucking so, best Batmite reference. We're so, like we're ju- we're hopping between episodes. I hope that's oh, obvious. I mean, <laughs> if if not, welcome to the party. It's it's an episode one to two extravaganza. Yep. But in case anybody doesn't know, Batmite is a character out of the comics who is just like an interdimensional imp who yes. like dresses up as Batman and just follows him around, commenting on everything he does. So fantastic! And then Teen Titans did their own version of that. With Robin Might, or yes, yeah, and so if you don't know Bat Might, you might know that from Teen Titans, and it's exactly uh, what it sounds like. It's just like this magical little creature who really loves Batman or Robin. I I think in Teen Titans, that thing was called Larry, and he looked like he had gopher teeth. Oh my god, you're right. His name was Larry. It was Larry. It was like some yeah. It was Larry or some just really normal name. No, it's, uh, I don't remember what his normal name was, but I'm pretty sure it was yeah. Larry. I was like yeah. 90% certain it was Larry. Larry sounds right. Oh, no, 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 no. It was, uh, 
Uh, it was no Kasid because it was Dick Grayson spelled backwards. <laughs> I remember that. It was Dick Grayson spelled backwards. And That's everyone so couldn't funny. pronounce it, so they just called him Larry. Oh, so fantastic. Yes. yes. My brain. And I can't remember what I had for breakfast this morning, but I know that. Anyway, anyway, Peacemaker. Anyway, yes, Peacemaker, uh. that thing. Uh, so Peacemaker goes and hooks up with a girl. Uh, yes. After he tries to hook up with Harcourt, uh, because Which, she's by the a way, woman. <laughs> just, just, just got to say, yeah, the, the girl that he hooks up with is female Joe Dirt. That's all there is to it. <laughs> she has a wonderful mullet. <laughs> it's female Joe Dirt. That's that's all there is. It's just it's just Joe Dirt, it, female. I've I've rest my case. But for some reason, after they have sex, and after he starts like. Pouring his heart out while listening yeah, to angry, Corey Boys. Angry sex. <laughs> Horrifying angry sex. Horrifying bathroom, weird angle shot, angry sex. Oh, God, just painful. Painful to watch. <laughs> he starts commenting on how, and I quote, God has better things for me after fucking you. Yeah, like, well. <laughs> I'm not so, saying the other about, thing. Like, yeah, something about, like, well, back when I was in your pussy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I felt like mm-hmm. I don't know hope or something. <laughs> uh, yep, no, that's pretty. That tracks. That's pretty accurate. <laughs> and then she proceeds to try and kill him. <laughs> I'm sure there's like 70 percent of the audience where they're like, "Yeah, no, I get it." Yeah. And I'm over yeah. here like I sure do like pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is it really a feeling you can get? Like you can't get from like a bubble bath? Like, come on. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure that looked a little more intense. Maybe a bubble oh, bath will get your ass kicked. Yeah. You know, I mean. Oh, man. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and as we go straight into the next episode. Uh, <laughs> yep. Um, Peacemaker has officially killed her uh, using his new helmet that he got from his dad. Oh, my God. So this lady just stabs the ever living shit out of him. She just like, keeps coming, man. And she does not stab stop. Slash, and the whole time he's like, what? Why? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I, I know I wasn't that bad. <laughs> and yes. Yes. He gets the, the, he uses the helmet from his dad and activates a, a sonic boom quality, yes. which, and I quote directly yes, from the, the show. Line. She's, Spilled gumbo in the parking lot <laughs> as she just unsanctimoniously Im- explodes. She's turned into liquid. There is nothing left. <laughs> Pure viscera. Pure vi- Imagine getting shot with a tank <sighs> as just a person. <laughs> like she's a midair jump coming at him and he j- activates sonic boom. Oh, God. Liquefies this lady, smears her out of existence. There's like a spine and some nerves. Yeah, and a face. (laughs) And part of a face which looks like cheese pizza, apparently. (laughs) As we learn. Much to one officer's chagrin. Oh, man. Yes. (sighs) Too good. Good time. Too good. Oh, we're like, yep, bitch got exploded. Good yeah. times. Good. I mean, there's something like about violence in these kind of shows that just like you have to laugh. It has to be funny. Like, there's, you know, it's what gets me is that violence is expected. Yes. Like she's literally stabbing him 
after throwing him through a wall, which by the way, yes. she was like the scene from um for what do you call it? From the um, where where the Hulk and Loki where he's just spam, 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 slam, slam. <laughs> oh my god, she just throwing him around like a rag doll. But all of that seems intense. And then she just fucking explodes. Oh god, it's so like it's just so out of nowhere over the top that you're like, whoa. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, I wonder how many charges that he gets. I don't know. It's a good question. I mean, maybe he can, you know, let it recharge or it's a one-time use. I don't know. I feel like it being a one-time use thing, like, just would not Well, maybe work. it's got, like, cartridges or something, you know? Like oh, maybe. Batteries yeah. or something, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, he he can use yeah, it, like he's gotta, more, but he's got to go get the thing or charge a battery or, you know? that All that, yeah. all that power's got to come from somewhere. <laughs> yes, that's definitely true. Uh, so um, he fucking panics. He calls Harcourt. The cops are there, or at least on their way as he's calling her. And then he goes upstairs back mm-hmm. to the apartment and just fucking raids it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he's just like, I mean, in no way am I taking the moral high ground oh, here. No. So this bitch tried to murder me. <laughs> I'm taking her rainbow CDs. I'm taking her vinyls. Cinderella. Oh, cat, cat cookie cutter. I'm making some fucking cookies later. <laughs> He's just so taking good. the most bullshit, like dollar store shit. That's just neat. Exactly, and also the little space uh, thing that he saw that was like, yeah, what the fuck kind of router is that? Fuck thing. Yeah, he's like, he takes what he thinks is a space router, uh, and it ends up turning into some weird discus thing. I still yeah, don't know much about that. I'm sure that's, you know what that is, but uh, yeah. <laughs> I currently do not. You don't. Like, going theory. Yeah. Is that it's some kind of weapon that you can use? But I'm uh, I'm just spitballing here. You know, blue light usually ends up being a boom boom. That's true. I will say though, if she had like a weapon, I don't think she would have gone for the knife. Well, maybe that weapon's very specific. That's true. You know, maybe maybe like I don't know anything (laughs) about the butterfly peoples, but maybe like they powered or something. I don't know. You're right. She she could have just blown them out of existence, (laughs) but. Maybe it was more personal than yeah. that. Uh, so the couple that uh, oh, we never talked about the fucking couple from the first episode. Oh my god! Yeah. So when he's when he's oh just no wait, it's still the second episode. Eating. It's still the second episode that he yeah, yeah okay second, second episode. episode he so he takes all the shit out of the apartment and he's trying to run for it but there are cops everywhere so he gets a guy to open up his apartment door and then just fucking point. kidnaps them. Yeah. And and kidnap is very loosely defined. Like he's pretty much grooving with the oh, wife, yeah. commenting on her negligee and being That's like, a oh, lovely I negligee. "I love him, man. I love that band. You never talk about that band. I talk about that band every week. You just don't fucking pay attention." <laughs> You're too to busy me. listening to what was it? Foster the fucking people. <laughs> Yeah, and and then Peacemaker kind of gets that look like, really, bro? Foster the people? Like, you're better than that. Like, Oh, man. And, like, what's... And the wife's like, anything can happen. Yeah, like, looks at it, really, anything, any, can, anything can happen, happen right? Like, something's going to happen, right? <laughs> at that point, I was like... I'm guessing the audience was the same, whoever was watching. You're like, he, he's going he's gonna, to sleep with this lady oh, at some yeah. point like, like there's no way he's yeah he's not. gotta like get her number or something and then later uh something <laughs> we see him straight yeah, up no, having a threesome with her this hero surprise which by the way 
Yeah, vigilante with his uh, mask still Fantastic. on. Really weird. Oh, man, I can't believe they legalized that weed. I'd totally be shooting your face <laughs> off. Two years ago, I'd have murdered you. Yeah, two years ago, I would be shooting you in the face right now. <laughs> and they're like, Haha, yeah, that's fucking crazy, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So fucking good. What a what a what a Snoop Dogg move to just be like, I would have killed you two years ago for smoking that, <laughs> but not now. <laughs> oh man! Oh man! So it goes on. Uh, we are skipping around clearly because we haven't even gotten to meeting yeah. Vigilante yet, uh, which only happens after the debrief. After we find out that uh, Peacemaker left his fucking file of government secrets on the bed that he slept with the fucking butterfly and she read it and that's why she attacked him oh my god which by the way still this whole time peacemaker knows absolutely nothing about the butterfly oh yeah he has no clue what's going on at all like the fact that he even encountered one and then turned it into a shit stain on the parking lot like it's a pure coincidence absolutely Absolutely. Which is just mind-blowing. Out of all the people you pick up at a bar, you pick a metahuman. Yeah, I know. <laughs> like, Just, uh, what a coincidence, you know? But if anything, that kind of goes to show, like, how much of a threat the butterflies are. Like, they could be literally anyone. That's terrifying. Yeah. Oh, oh. You throw a stone and you hit one, apparently, so. <laughs> Ow, what the fuck, nuke? Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, well, you threw a rocket nuke, man. <laughs> now we're all doomed. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, man. All the, uh, the scene where Peacemaker and Vigilante are just blowing up appliances. Yes. Oh, Shoot. my God. So, so, we actually, <laughs> so first we have, uh, like, I'm going to try and go in order as much as possible. I'm not, I'm not good at that. No, I'm not either. So that's why I, I say the word try. <laughs> so uh, it's Economos who's uh, uh, fucking patching up Peacemaker after the whole situation. And they're discussing like, oh, man, how the hell did she find out? Why was she attacking him? Blah, 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 blah. And this is where Economos gets his fantastic nickname of Die Beard. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, he is very, very unhappy about. Oh, yeah. And Swears is a lie. Yeah. I can't wait till later when, like, there's just a random episode where somebody catches him dying his beard and he's like, please don't tell anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I feel it coming. I feel it coming. Hey, that's a great song by the weekend. Hey. Hey, shameless plug. Yeah, love it. <laughs> For a guy who does not need help with his music career. <laughs> Zero help. As a matter of fact, to anybody who would like to donate money to anyone, Help a bro out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have a Kofi. Uh... Oh, my God. Cause, so here's my GoFundMe page. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, my God. Yeah. Could you imagine? Be like, hey, we're running this podcast for fun. Please give me money. Please, for the love of fuck. That being said, I do have a Venmo. Uh, feel free to find me on Twitter. And <laughs> Hold on. I think, I, a, I, I think I have a picture of a pepperoni I could pass off as a nipple. Hold on. <laughs> Uh, so uh, Peacemaker goes home to his uh, trailer park, uh, and then he fucking just starts crying about how miserable and lonely. Oh my god! Yeah. So out of he puts on music and you think he's about to rock out, and he just starts getting really sad. Just fucking and doing, breaks I quote, down. Face muscle exercises. <laughs> 
when he gets caught by vigilante, <laughs> which he swears is jerking off to him in the window. Oh my god! He calls him a uh, stalker. It's a whole thing. It's fantastic. Look, look at my crotch. I promise that I'm a bonus. The oldest trick in the book. I turn around and you're rock hard. <laughs> and then you throw jizz in my face. <laughs> It's like, no, what? What the fuck? For fucking real? Like, goddamn. I love how the whole time Vigilante's like, does anybody do that? (laughs) (laughs) And then we learn a little bit more about Louis C.K. and why he got canceled. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, the the throwing Louis C.K. under the bus did, in fact, happen. So fucking funny. The bus was already parked on him. He just kind of, like, put it in first and wiggled a little. (laughs) Oh my god, sorry, I have to yawn again. How dare you have bodily needs? Oh, I know, what the fuck, I'm never up this late. That's a lie, I'm up this late all the time. I'm never up this late and not in bed. <laughs> yeah, but that's pretty much it. I'm usually in bed by now. Yeah, yeah. Well, 8 o'clock, time to go into a coma but still be awake. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What are you doing? I'm sleeping with my eyes open watching half of a show and eating a bagel. <laughs> I don't even want the bagel. It's just what I had. Uh, for me, it's reading fan fiction. It's the only thing I do anymore. It's really sad. I work at a library. I can't read any fucking books. <laughs> only that's, fan fiction. That's, that, that's like that episode of The Twilight Zone where the guy breaks his glasses. <laughs> there was time now. It's not fair. <laughs> You're like, there's no fan fiction. It's not fair. Okay, but I could still sit down and read a book if there was no fan fiction. <laughs> I know, I was just trying to be dramatic. I know. <laughs> it's more oh, for the reference, that's all. No, and it was beautiful. It was oh. absolutely beautiful. Yes, good times. Good times. Uh, two seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> good, good times again and again. <laughs> so as we, now there's going to be like a review of the podcast. Hi, my name is James and this is... Uh, this is this is the Peace Wilson and Option count on uh, how many times they say good times. Uh, it's it's a buckle buckle up. It's gonna be a, a long episode. They say it a lot. <laughs> You're underestimating my ability to edit. Ah <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> None of this will be served. <laughs> Perfect. You know. Yes, but I'm enjoying the outtakes. They're very nice. Anyway, back to my favorite character. <laughs> for for obvious reasons, because uh, fucking vigilante comes into the uh, the trailer and just starts fucking cleaning up for for peacemaker. Oh, yeah. For sure. Hey, you want some help cleaning up, bro? What a, what a bro. I know, man. Like clearly, I I gotta say, automatically we know that uh, peacemaker definitely takes advantage of this dude all the time. <laughs> Oh, constantly, but I think the guy is aware of it. I like, I don't know, man. He didn't know what a flashlight was. <laughs> I I will say also that he couldn't find where to put literally anything he picked. Yeah, up. that's true. Where do these VHSs go with the VHSs? You shit. What about this? Where does the CD go on the CD rack? You idiot. <laughs> He's like, oh look, a smile tube. That's a flashlight. <laughs> Which lovely. It's so wiggly, it's like jello. <laughs> <laughs> I am innocent and have never had anyone see me with my pants. Except <laughs> so we literally see him with a threesome later. Yeah, I'm sorry, I we know. see the aftermath of a threesome. <laughs> well, yeah, I was about to say, technically, you still don't see him with his pants off. You can't see from the waist down. That's Maybe true. he's wearing the 
the legs of the suit, you know? Yeah, that's true. That could be that could be his thing. Still got the mask. You know? <laughs> yeah, if no threesome was seen on screen, it didn't that's happen. it. That's it. That's it. We're making a canon. Vigilante's a socks on kind of guy. Oh no. <laughs> I would hate that so much. If there's one and thing worse sense. than the idea of people having sex, it's people having sex with socks on. No, no, there's one thing worse. People having sex each with one sock no. on. No. <laughs> and it's the same uh, it's pair the same, of socks. It's the same pair of socks <laughs> just between the two people. <laughs> two alike, man. We're two alike. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. Not that we're alike, just the, the image of two people wearing one pair of it's socks. so horrifying. <laughs> oh, mid coitus, just nice socks, bro. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, what have boy. I done? Too I have, I have made that. That is a thing in the universe now I am responsible for. It. We never saw their feet. We, for all we know, Peacemaker and Vigilante were sharing socks. Oh my god. Oh man. So, uh, Chris suddenly like seems to have this epiphany that, like, hey man, maybe killing people for the government probably isn't a good idea. Um, and Vigilante decides to, you know, maybe try and comfort him a little bit, being like, do you think I want to kill all the people I kill? You think I enjoy it? You think I have Because I do. <laughs> and you do, too, because you're a cold-blooded killer by birth. Yeah, because we're We're killers. just not bad guys. Yeah, we just kill bad guys most of the time. <laughs> Except for women making mistakes, but you know. <laughs> but I love how he's like, uh... I accidentally killed some people. Like, ah, sometimes you're gonna break an egg to make an omelet, you know? <laughs> like, that's literally it, isn't it? It's this whole greater good thing. Like, oh man. And it's said in the most sociopathic way ever, and I fucking love it. I love I vigilante. I put a baby into a wood chipper. I thought it was a bomb. Then I realized I put a bomb in some lady stroller. <laughs> Tuesdays, am I right? <laughs> Clearly. And then we actually get, like, an actual look into their real relationship slash friendship, you know, where Vigilante, all he has to do to get Peacemaker to hang out with him is just like, I've been collecting appliances since you've been in jail. <laughs> you want to go shoot shit in the woods? Yeah, man. And, they and then they do. proceed to be 13-year-old guys. <laughs> and it's fucking great. <laughs> I love how they lead out with a bow and arrow and oh. just start throwing sticks of dynamite at each other. Oh, so fantastic. And laughing oh. their asses off about it. Like, what the hell? Oh, man. Classic. So great. You know, every once in a while, you get, like, this idea of Peacemaker as a guy that's not that bad. Yep. Like, he's just an innocent person but then he does all this fucked up stuff and you're just like come on man i know but you know and it's also like sometimes you like when i think back to suicide squad and i think about the scene where they're in that club looking for the the scientist you know mm -hmm. like they were all having a really good fucking time together and peacemaker was yep. actually like really fucking nice you know he was hanging out with people he wasn't insulting them constantly it was just them having a good time and he fucking ruined that for himself by killing rick flag yeah and then trying I mean, to it, kill ratcatcher 
that's one of the things he was crying about on the bed. Like, oh, oh he I was know. right. Nobody, no, nobody likes you. Yeah. Oh, God, so sad. I know. And what fucking really sucks is that they do give us flashbacks, like, you know, the beginning of the episodes, to that moment again and again. And we see that Peacemaker was literally kind of actually defending himself. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, like he was being choked out with a metal bar and he just grabbed I mean, the first yeah. thing he could. And it, it sucks because he clearly did not want to kill him, you know? But at that point, yeah. it was self defense. I mean, yes, it was in that moment, yes. but he he chose his side. Yes, and I'm not I'm not saying like that specifically is a like he he was doing the right thing all along because I don't agree with that at all. You know, I I'm a fucking anarchist for God's sakes. <laughs> like this is this is what I'm talking about. You want to root for him, you do, but then he does some piece of shit stuff, and you're like, come on, dude. Like, why gotta be like this? But, the, like, this is, like, like, what fucking superheroes do, isn't it? You know, they take matters into their own hands. They put their own beliefs out there for the whole world to deal with. You know, like, really, when it comes down to it, what is the difference between Peacemaker and Batman? Like... A lot of money. Yeah, I mean that. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> that's about it. Yeah. It I mean, imagine it. if Peacemaker was stupid rich. He wouldn't be having any of these problems. Oh, for sure. He's like, people would love him. There's no doubt about that. Oh, yeah. People would be like, yo, I don't know who this philanthropist is, but that guy's ripped and awesome and always <laughs> having parties. He's got like 25 eagles. Like, <laughs> he would have 25 he's got, eagles. He's just got a flock of eagles. Oh, my God. It's so great. But fuck, man. It, it, it Like, this is why I do like shows like this. And I am glad that they went with Peacemaker above, like, Harley or someone, you know? Because someone that expected. Yeah, someone who like already has this huge following, you know, because it just like this shows the real moral gray of what this universe is. Fuck, dude. Like I have so many issues with so many DC films. Oh my god. And I have a lot of issues with Marvel films too, but generally when it comes to my issues, Marvel it's not stories that I have problems with. <laughs> but with DC, <laughs> it's like always okay. a story that I have I feel a problem like, with. I feel like DC always stacks the story deck to just be like, whoa, 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 hold up. <laughs> yes. Yes. I think they try to do too much at once, you know? Like, well, I, I, think, I think they try too hard to do that Marvel uh, uh that that thing where you're like trying to weave together a story without yes. anyone noticing yes and it just ends up leaving a ton of loose ends because they're not marvel exactly and like you know and like a big thing with marvel is that they weren't being particularly subtle about it you know they just put it all in the end credits and if you saw it you saw it i will say though i respect dc a lot more than marvel for the simple fact that they will do the dark, gritty, fucked up shit. Yes, yes, and Marvel they'll, and they'll do it Marvel, well. They will do it well. Like the before Disney bought Marvel, which I think is what happened. Yes. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah. So I would have said that Marvel is the Disney of the comic world, but clearly that's already true. Yeah, I mean, like if you look at like what Iron Man was, like the very first Iron Man film. And how it had to do with terrorism and kidnappings and, like, this whole idea of him creating 
his own death because he was working in weapons. He was a bad guy. And now it's like none of these superheroes can do anything wrong. They're always in the right. Yeah, exactly. That, that's my whole point is that they, they never look at the real, real life gritty, like consequences of actions. Exactly. They, they just, everything's always storybook by the end of the day. Exactly. And when they started going like really down that path, ironically enough, it was fucking James Gunn who brought it back, you know, like yep. people were really starting to see the formula Whoops. and they were starting to get bored. And then fucking guardians of the galaxy volume one came out and everyone was like, Oh my God, they can actually do fun things. Yeah. I, I think Marvel is like, I don't get me wrong. I love Marvel movies. Oh, they're yeah. good action movies. They've got it. You know what to expect out of the story. It's, it's a template yes. and it's a good template. Yeah. I enjoy it. But uh, like, I feel like right after that first Iron Man, they they came out of the gate really strong, not being afraid to hit the hard hitting topics, and then they just took everything down the the path of oh well, according to research surveys, this is not good. Yeah. So we're gonna not do this and that, and you know, well, we pulled three thousand you know, kids in Nebraska and uh, they say it's okay. So we're going to run. But, you know, and I got to say one of my biggest issues with Marvel is just like this contract they have with the military. They cannot show anyone in the military in like a bad light, you know, and if they, yeah, but you know, you know, they're getting that military money. Exactly. You know, and it's, I think that's what made the captain Marvel movie bad. You know, I think that's what made the whole fucking Winter Soldier, Falcon and Winter Soldier TV show bad, you know, because it, they keep making it so that the the government and the military can do no wrong. And if they do, well, they were bad eggs, you know, and well, the and real military, they're not like that. <laughs> going going back to what I'm, I was saying about DC, the whole concept of Peacemaker is that a borderline corrupt government organization which is the u.s is hiring hired killer superheroes and using them against their will yes exactly and this oh my god and this not to mention brings in this whole thing that we currently in the u.s are doing which is legalized slavery with the fucking yeah. people we have in jail oh man it's yeah absolutely insane yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. Like, D- DC is not afraid to be like, yo, this is fucked up, and that's real, so we're going to run it. Exactly. Marvel's like, whoa, 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 whoa. We have people throwing a lot of money at this that won't like that. Exactly. So. Exactly. And, you know, and that, and of course, fucking brings it back to China as well. You know, why we can't have uh, gay people in films for more than, like, two seconds because, oh, all the Chinese money we're going to lose. And it... <laughs> It just it yeah, well. cheapens everything so badly to the point where it's like, I cannot enjoy a Marvel movie anymore <laughs> because I just keep the, the, thinking of what is holding them back. The money makes the movie, and that just goes to show. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> hey, you want a podcast about Peacemaker? Let's talk about the difference between Marvel, DC, and the political landscape. I mean, hey, I this is exactly fucking it, you know. Like peace, is, oh, no, this, peace not, is not an I'm option. I'm not crapping on it. I'm just I, I didn't. Uh, no, I, I didn't know you're not. It, uh, 
I didn't expect it to go to like so about China. I uh, yeah, honestly. <laughs> oh, don't even get me started on Russia right now. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Um, <sighs> I will say that uh, as of the recording of this, yeah, we are on the verge what? of World War Three. Three days past the uh, three days past when they expected Russia to invade Ukraine. Yeah. So I mean, any day now, you know. <sighs> We just know what's going to happen. That's that's where we are. I mean, if that doesn't happen, then China will be like, hey, we've decided that at $500 trillion, we're just going to invade. Oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> anyway. Or we'll piss the money off <laughs> for, you know, world global currency, blah, 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 apocalypse. So back to a peacemaker. <laughs> yeah, back to peacemaker. <laughs> back to an arbitrary TV show of entertainment while the world collapses around us. Uh, Fun fact. If he did have 25 eagles, that would be known as a soar of eagles. (laughs) I love that, actually. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought that that, that is true. A soar of eagles is is the name of a group of eagles. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so autistic, I immediately get distracted. By I love facts. how you were like, ooh, ooh, that scratched a part of my brain I didn't know itched. Yes. <laughs> oh, I know about that part of my brain. That is why I never uh, stopped watching Animal Planet as a child. I need more uh, animal facts. Give me so all the us, animal facts. To, to get us back on the peacemaker track, I'm just going to throw out, am I a dick vampire? <laughs> now, for context... Once he sleeps with this super lady that gets turned into, uh, what was it, gumbo in the parking lot, yep. um, he's getting sewn up by uh, Dye Beard. And, uh, Poor Economos. <laughs> yeah, Economos, yes. And, and he's like, wait, did I get some kind of like metahuman super STD up on my dick? Am I, am, am I a dick vampire now? So the whole the whole scene has an energy of like Brock out late, but it was like the super bitch that were murder hobo on me, and now I've got space STD. <laughs> like, I wish that was an exaggeration. That's yeah. pretty much how he reacted. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> he was pretty devastated by it too, and then he still goes and has a threesome. <laughs> like, what the fuck ever? This guy is sleeping with anything that'll give him validation. <laughs> I mean, he's just like, hey, um, if you let me sleep with you, that means that I'm not a complete failure. So, yep, I did something good. <laughs> I'm going to need you to take your clothes off. <laughs> Except for those socks. <laughs> yeah, give me one of those. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, now we go back to um, the police actually investigating uh, the butterfly's death. Yes. Because that's a plot point we haven't really been discussing a whole lot. Um, so clearly there are two detectives that are like the main focus. Oh, yeah. And I, I love how Peacemaker is told on the phone, hey, there are cops out front. Don't get seen. <laughs> and he stands in the gaping hole in the wall and goes, I'll fuck some cops. <laughs> Like and they're like, yo, was that a guy up there? And he's like, ah, oh, god damn it. Which again, he just keeps making terrible decisions. <laughs> oh my god. Everything that he does just gets him in more trouble. And- it reminds me of like Shazam, where he's like an innocent <laughs> child in a giant man's body. Right? 
Oh my god. And honestly, this is one of my my things, another praise I have for this show. I know I'm here to give my like actual opinions and be harsh or whatever, but damn it, these episodes are just so fucking good. My real issues don't come out until like the end of the series, I won't lie. Well, you know, I mean, it's not about whether whether you hate it or love it, you know. It's about polarity-wise. Yeah. It's about how you feel about it in the moment yes, per episode. Exactly point i was trying to make so 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 the thing with uh his dad again you know you say that he acts like a child in this grown man's body and it's like what the fuck kind of childhood must he have had where one violence is so much fun for him and he yeah. just cannot trust anyone to have his back you know yeah they, they kind of allude to his childhood being peppered i mean yeah. His dad only finding torturing of a child funny. By another father. Like Yeah, right. So I'm saying like clearly that's like hilarious to him. Yeah. And like one of the biggest issues he has with his son ending up in the hospital is that he let himself get shot. Which yeah. it wasn't even an, it didn't even come down to skill when he did get shot. It was just a matter of smaller bullets. Like it was just inconvenient caliber. Yeah. Oh man. Oh man. So the police, uh, they go ahead and they uh, they question our friend, Mister Nazi, Mister Nazi Smith, and uh, yes. <laughs> and that's because. Uh, Mr. Economos, I just love putting Mr. in front of things. It's fun. Um, he ended up switching the license on Peacemaker's car for his father, which, of course, got us into a great argument with Mern and Economos being like, yeah. am I supposed to fucking text you every time I'm in the fucking bathroom? It'd be nice. <laughs> Oh, man. Just because he, the, yeah. Mern goes to the bathroom and Economos panics and suddenly he doesn't know who to put in. Yeah. So Economos panics. But you know what? I, I'm, I'm with Mern on this one. Hmm. We're trying to detract from a guy that nobody's supposed to know is out of jail on an yeah. international, potentially, assassination mission yeah. of a senator. Oof. And we need to get the evidence away from him. We'll go to his next living relative. <laughs> let's go to his. Let's go to his dad, which has currently been in contact with him. Oh God, I know. Even fucking worse. Yeah. Just it's not smart at all. There's nothing smart no. about it. Zero like, smart. Like no, nothing to do with him. Why would you pick his dad? Yeah. Like, of like literally, people. open up the white, open up the white pages. That guy. Literally, that's it. You had to, that's all he had to do. Just pick <laughs> one person. <laughs> Go go to Google Larry Johnson. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I need his address. That guy is having a bad day. Hey, careful. That's probably one of my uncles. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, oh shit. Oh shit. All right, Larry Johnson, if you're listening to this podcast, we're coming for you. We're going to get you. We found you in the white pages, you doomed. <laughs> no. Uncle I've oh, never no. met. No. <laughs> uh, they fucking... In, uh, they replaced the goddamn fingerprints again with his father because Economos yeah, has no like, creativity. Oh, my God. And he's, like, proud of it. He's like, so check out what I did. <laughs> yeah, he's like, oh, Mr. Mern, you're going to love this. <laughs> no. 
when he shows me, he's like, why would I love that? You're literally an idiot. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he's like, well, I don't like your tone. I just did some <laughs> fucking wizard magic and you're, you're making fun of me. I, are you mad? I'm not mad. I'm just starting to think maybe you're a moron. <laughs> Everyone on the show is stupid. It is fantastic. I love how that whole team is nothing but like an idiot savant, mm-hmm. uh, a, a lady with clear authority issues. Yes. Uh, a mama, a mama's girl. <laughs> yeah. And a borderline sociopathic child in an adult weaponsmith body. <laughs> that was that peacemaker or vigilante. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Amazing. Accurate. Perfect. Printed. Let's go. And there's an eagle. <laughs> and an eagle. <laughs> yes. Which is literally named, just named a bird. <laughs> eagly. Which they eagly. do oh, they do not let him live that down. <laughs> Come here, Eagly. He's like, what? It's simple. Uh, so uh because the fingerprints and the car uh are now all under registered in yeah, his father's yeah, name. Yeah, registered to his father, uh that means that they have grounds to arrest him. Oh. What do you do? Oh, they arrest him. Ha ha, the scumbag's going to jail. Oh, but wait. Oh, but wait. There's more. One, we know that he's been in jail long enough to know exactly when the sunlight is going to hit a certain spot. (laughs) We also get re-reminded that he is a horrific racist named the White Dragon. Which is some straight-up KKK bullshit. Holy shit. That's literally a name in... The KKK, like it's 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 a hierarchy. Yeah, like that is a real thing. Fucking absolutely insane, absolutely horrifying. God. <sighs> and if all the fucking white people, not all of them, I will say, there's one dude playing chess who does not get on his knees. <laughs> but the rest of the fucking white people are there, literally like worshiping him. It is so yeah, fucked. I, I I don't. I love how the first of all the guards are like, yeah, this is fine. Yeah, like, they don't say shit about it. They don't care. Yeah, I'd be walking in with a nightstick being like, get that Nazi shit out of here. Sit down on the bench. Right? I would uh, walk over to that window and just put a sheet on it and be like, fuck your sunlight, bye. You're right. <laughs> of course, then I'd get stabbed in the neck and die the next day because that's how the shit would work. But, yeah. You know, I'd be like, oh, he covered up uh, the dragon's, the white dragon's sun window. Kill him. That's how I met my end. (laughs) (laughs) In my hypothetical guard existence. That fucking detective looking through that window and just being like, what the actual fuck have I done? You know? Having already dealt with his racist fucking attitude, and now she sees this shit? Like, fuck, man. Let's just talk about how that poor guy sitting on the bench is like, yeah, I ain't dying for a fucking seat. Fuck this. Right? The poor dude's just reading. (laughs) And now he's like. I will say, though, he did sass back. I mean, it's it's not a good idea in jail. See, I think that fucking depends, you know? I mean, I've never been in jail. I wouldn't know. (laughs) In that situation, he wasn't in the wrong. I'm just saying it's safer to just. Be quiet. I mean, once he be. saw that he had, was surrounded, you know, like he, he yeah, fucking got sure. out of there. He made the smart uh, but, choice. But real talk, like what really would have happened is when he was surrounded, it would have already been too late. Oh, they yeah. would have kicked his ass just to make a point. Yep. So he got lucky, and I'm sure later he will be murdered. <laughs> like, 
Unfortunately. So anyway, I <laughs> I want to know, is there anything that you do not like about this show so far? Um, I don't like that... What's her name? Amanda Waller, whatever, uh, puts her daughter in danger just for the sake of spying. That's true. I do not like that too. But do you? F- um, but is that a problem with the show, or is that just a problem with that specific character making that choice? I mean, nah, problem with the character, not the show. If I had to pick a problem with the show in general, uh, it, it would it would be that it takes the cheap shot too often. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, but it's not a highbrow comedy show. No. It's a lowbrow comedy show. Oh, yeah. Show. They, they never fine. try to say otherwise, you know? But, you know, I, I kind of feel like it could be a little more... I'm very much in the dark two episodes in. Yes. You, you wish there was a little bit more information. I mean, just a little more teasing. Yeah. A little more, like... Like you, have, you like. Do you feel like you have anything to go on for what the future I of the show is? I know absolutely nothing. Yeah. All I know is that there are butterfly people, which are apparently metahumans, and they've got some space age fucking router thing. Yep. That's that's all I know. I know there's a sociopath talking about abortions behind dumpsters that loves <laughs> Peacemaker. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I know that there's a sociopath called Peacemaker who has an eagle and likes to have sex with people. Yep. And his dad's a racist. That's all I got. I mean, yeah. That's... Yeah, see, I also have a kind of an issue with that. And, like, to the point where they don't even really, like... There's no mystery to it. You know, there's no clues for you to work with. There's no theories you can develop. Unless you're like a huge comic book fan, you're left in the dark. Well, and I am a huge comic book fan, but I'm not like a comic book fan for this comic. Yeah. So it's so it's like I, I feel like I'm getting a chicken wing and I bite into it and it's more bone than meat. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it tastes good. It's well cooked, mm-hmm. but there's just, I wish there was more meat on the bones. Yeah, totally fair. Totally you fair. You know what I mean? I and, do. And I get, I get that it's trying to take the cheap shot comedy that's real. And it's funny. It's, it's, oh, yeah. There's no doubt about that. It's, it's very good at what it does. But if it just gave a little more in the area of like really hooking me to the mystery. Yeah. Because right now, all I know is, oh, I'm going to watch a bunch of shit humor for another three episodes, and then they're going to tell me what the space disc does. Right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I, yeah, it definitely doesn't feel like you know any more in the second episode than you already did in the first. Now, I will say, I like the depth of character they're giving Peacemaker. Yes. You're slowly learning about him. Yes. And he is revealing his very scarred self. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I, I'm i having a hard time articulating the thing I want out of the show no. that I'm not getting. Yeah. And I'm only, I'm only two episodes in, but if, if I had to try and slap a label on it, I'd say that it's a little too much ridiculous joke and not enough actual drama. Right. I'd like a little bit more of a mix. No, I definitely get that. I, I am, a personal preference. Yeah. It, like every scene where there could possibly be something serious, there's definitely something to take away from it. And like not take away as in like, oh man, I got so much out of this, but to take away like this moment ruined that a little bit. 
Yeah. Like, maybe not even the, like, ruin is definitely the wrong word, but it just, it, it's edged it out of it, you know? Like, any seriousness that was going on with Adebayo and her wife, like, seeing her dog in that ridiculous fucking costume. <laughs> I mean, but you know what? That was like a three-second plug. Yeah. And it was worth the laugh. Oh, yeah. But it, but that's what I'm talking about. Like, that scene in the car where you've got one character that's super serious and one character that's just absolutely, like, ridiculous. Mm-hmm. The whole time. Yeah. And that's funny. Yeah. But I would have liked to have seen her get to use some of her badass skills that she says she has. Yes, exactly. She straight up tells us in this episode that she is capable. She's a capable person and she can do things. But no, Clearly, she's, she's... what? What? What's the other one's name? The, the blonde? Uh, that's uh, Harcourt. Harcourt, yes. So Harcourt does not trust her. No, no. And that shows by her not being given a chance ever. Yeah. And also she straight up says it. Which is another thing I have a little bit of a problem with it. I feel like there's a lot of telling and not really a lot of showing. But. Yeah. I'm uh, man. I'm I'm a hard believer in show, don't tell. So, who knows? <laughs> I mean, I'm enjoying the show. Oh, I yeah. Really am. There's no question about it. It's a great show. It I is. can't wait to watch more of it. I just think that... I'm going to be disappointed if I don't get some more meat in the next few episodes. Yeah, I definitely get that. You know what I mean? I do know. Uh, <sighs> so I have Stop. one. It's so we- <laughs> synchronized. <tie. laughs> I know. <laughs> so I have one more question for you, and then I think we're good to be done with this. All right. Do you? Who do you think will be dead by the end of this series? Oh, out of like the spy team? Yeah, out of out of out of everyone, everyone in the show, if any character that you've been introduced to, who do you think will die? Uh, Amanda Waller's daughter, and probably the leader guy. I can't remember the name of Adam. Uh, Mern. Yeah, Mern, Mern, and Amanda Waller's. Uh, first of all, Mern's the leader of the group. The leader is always the one that gets murked every day. Oh uh, well. Can't like, argue with that. <laughs> that's, I mean, it, it just the leader gets murked, but nobody likes him. He's kind of a jerk. We're probably going to get one episode where it's like, oh, he's a human being, and then they're going to fucking kill him. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to give you just enough backstory where you give a shit that he dies, and then they're going to kill him. Oh yeah. And and Waller's <laughs> daughter dying is just. It's just good movie. It's good cinema. Yeah. It's the the, the daughter was put there. Because she was trustworthy and she thought she could handle herself and she would either die or get injured really bad. Mm. And then, you know, Waller will show up personally and be like, I'll fucking kill you. You let my daughter die. Oh, I could blow your head off. Hmm. Okay. So now I have a question in, in more of a, an outsider point of view and a, 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 a social standpoint. Do you really think they're going to kill both black characters? I mean, I wasn't picking them because they were black. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying, like... <laughs> I mean, now you're making me feel like a racist. <laughs> but if they, if they do, holy fuck. Like, yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I don't think both of them. I think one, they're both good candidates. Right. Like, you definitely see it going either way. I mean, 
the only way I could see fucking Die Beard dying is if somebody gets tired of his shit and kills him. <laughs> or if he decides he wants to be a hero for somebody trying to be too nice, which is something he might do. But very unlikely, in my opinion. Right. And the hardcore's just a stone-cold badass bitch, so if she dies, it's going to be by sheer bad luck. Yeah. Or she's going to sacrifice herself in one moment of like, oh, Jesus, you're an idiot, but I'm not going to let you die. Yeah, and I'm just going to go ahead and say one of the things that is bothering me about this show, specifically having to do with hardcore. <laughs> and now, I don't know if this is because uh, her actress is literally dating James Gunn. Um, but I don't like that she, when she's in bed, she's literally just wearing underwear. I think it's fucking stupid. I think it was definitely there as like eye candy or whatever. And, oh, what? Her just not wearing a shirt? Or pants, you know? And like her shirt being like open as she's still walking down the hallway, you know? I think that could have been done in a similar way without it being sexy, oh, you know? They very, very much could have, mm -hmm. and then the guy looking at her while she's trying yeah, to get her shirt closed. exactly. Yeah, so, so that's like, I agree, complete, completely unnecessary, gave nothing to anything. Yeah. It was just eye candy, but that shit sells, and it's HBO Max, and they did it because they could. I know, but we've already seen, like, two pairs of tits, like, come on. <laughs> yeah, but you literally saw Peacemaker railing a, a, a fucking trailer park lady. <laughs> It was like, it. It's the mullet. The mullet makes She's, me think. We literally park. saw her apartment. Right. <laughs> He's yeah, the one who lives in a trailer park. <laughs> he literally lives in a trailer park. But, but I she's mean, the trailer that's park person. It says, it says something that that's what she went for. Uh, I can't argue with that. <laughs> all, all I'm saying is, is that haircut instantly speaks Joe Dirt trailer to me. Yeah. I Even think, though she had a really nice apartment and a nice oh, yeah. collection of vinyl and clearly oh, yeah. had space age technology. Yeah. So. <laughs> I think they were definitely trying to go for like a hardcore 80s vibe, but yeah, oh, no. I think she was, they missed a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I think she was going for like a, a gym vibe. Yeah. You know, but um, yeah, now you're making me feel really, really racist because <laughs> I picked the two black people. <laughs> like a literally only two black characters in the team yeah i i mean honestly i it was just a curiosity on my part like if Made you me feel real bad i'm so <laughs> i i'm not going to apologize uh, how dare you <laughs> okay. uh, all right well we're gonna we're gonna end it here <laughs> With Glenn, oh, next not time on I'm not race. <laughs> I mean, this is not an option. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows what happens next? I Jesus. do. I know what happens. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? It's me. I know. You don't know anything. Uh, All right. Well, now, it's been a blast. Oh, yeah, for sure. Thank you for doing this with me. Oh, no. Thanks for letting me do it. It was fun. Fuck yeah. And hopefully this is what you wanted it to be. Oh, definitely. This was fantastic. And yeah. I hope we do it again, honestly. It would really yeah, suck if we only did the first two episodes. <laughs> I mean, I honestly kind of forgot you were recording for half of this. I just Which, like did the thing. Perfect. That's what we want. <laughs> yeah, I just like talking. <laughs> Which works out great. That's all you need for yep. a podcast. Just people who yep. talk. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I'm about to hit stop recording. Is there anything else you would like to say? Um, love, peace, and chicken grease. Fantastic. <laughs>